Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kay and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. Gosh, it has been a minute since I said that. It's been a minute since I put out an episode, um, but I've been thinking about it for a while, and I decided it was finally time. I was kind of waiting for the perfect moment to put one out. I was waiting for the perfect moment to like gather what I was going to talk about or write a script or something. But it's currently 8.42 at night, and I was just sitting there like, I'm just going to wing it. We're just going to put one out there. I've really been wanting to get content content out for you guys and start this back up and start putting more episodes out. Life just got super crazy. I got a new job. I moved to a new state once again, so I'm excited to share that journey with you. and. Yeah, the last time we talked, I was in the transition, I think, of starting that new journey and moving and all of that, so I didn't really want to speak on it um, just yet, and then I got caught up with work, and I really just wanted to focus on my new job and make sure that I was doing the best that I could and settling in and Uh, all of that good stuff anyways. So I didn't want to overwhelm myself and there really wasn't a lot of time for me to sit down and just record an episode. But here we are. So thank you for staying tuned and sticking around if you're an avid listener. And for those of you who are new, welcome. It is about to be a new year. So I'm really excited about that in a few days. Saturday is New Year's Eve. Um, If any of you remember last year when I recorded an episode, I talked about how New Year's Eve was like a really hard time for me because I was working with the Orange Bowl and we had our Orange Bowl game on New Year's Eve. And that was the time where uh, COVID started to come back around and just hit everybody around the holidays, which I think it's honestly doing it again this year, but it's fine. We're fine. Um, and so anyways, I missed the game. I couldn't work the game and I was pretty frustrated. I talk about it on my episode, so you'll have to go tune into that one um, if you missed it. And it was tough. So I'm excited to start <laughs> this New Year's hopefully in a different way. On New Year's Day, I'm actually working a football game. So I'm excited to ring in the new year that way and just get my grind on on the first day of 2023. And truly, I believe New Year's Eve is so overrated anyways. Um, so if you don't want to go out like me, I'm just going to chill and hang in or you have to work in the morning like I do. Um, One fun thing that I suggest is maybe make a vision board. I did that two years ago and it was so fun. 
um, just cutting out photos from the internet, or maybe if you have magazines or if you can get them, cutting out photos and manifesting your goals. I had like photos of a microphone for a podcast or photos of money to manifest wealth in my life or working out and um, eating healthy and all of, you know, the goals I had for the new year. So I think that's a really fun, motivating thing to do if you're like me and think New Year's Eve is overrated and don't want to do anything crazy. Definitely a good idea. Um. Anyways, let's get into the episode. I guess today I am going to listen to me. I guess <laughs> so motivating right there. Um. Today, I thought it would be a good episode to talk about my journey just from the beginning. Since we're ringing in this new year, I want to talk about where I started in sports and how I moved on from there all the way to my now current full-time job and I've just gotten a bunch of questions like how do I start and where did you start how do I get my first job what do you recommend what are your tips and I know I've done so many episodes on tips and how to start but I'm just going to take you from the beginning of my journey to the end all right so I have my LinkedIn up here ready for reference for all my internships and volunteer work and whatnot. Um, We're going to start off strong with my first sports job, which was in minor league baseball. Shout out to that job because it was the funniest, craziest, um, most like eye-opening job for me. And it was my first one. So it was pretty cool. I just learned so much I worked so, so many hours and did so many things outside of my job description, and it did not turn me away from sports. It actually made me want to work in them forever after that. So highly recommend if you can start in minor league baseball to do that. You're probably going to work long hours and, and do a lot of insane things um but it's gonna tell you if you like working in sports or if you don't like working in sports and I feel like it'll be your decision right there but I keep referencing that I did like crazy insane things nothing was crazy but it was just funny for example we would have to dance on the dugout sometimes um in between innings and at first I was like, um, what? I have to dance on the on the dugout in front of all of these people coming to watch the game. We had to do the Cotton Eye Joe. We had to do the cha-cha slide, um, the twist. I don't know, any like corny wedding dances you can think of. We had to do them in front of this whole minor league baseball crowd. And it was yeah, not something you would expect to do working your first sports job. You're like, what does this have to do with working in sports? But, you know, we had to make the fans happy. And that was the lesson learned is always make the fans happy and make them enjoy the experience of being at the game. And that really transferred over to all my other jobs. It's like, okay, we want everybody to enjoy their experiences that they're paying for. And if I have to 
dance around on a dugout doing the Cotton Eye Joe, then we're going to do it, okay? Because if I was at a minor league baseball game, I would love to see that. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. And then sometimes we'd even have to put on these costumes um, and play games on the field and stuff. Maybe this was only the place that I worked at. I'm hoping everybody else had these experiences too and we weren't just like um, bullied there or something, but no, it was really funny and it, it taught me a lot about um, just not having to follow what's in your job description and that you can do things outside of it and a lot of the times that's going to happen and you can't be like, well this isn't what I'm supposed to do so I'm not going to do it it's like everyone's working as a team in the sports industry and if you have to go out of your way to do things to help other people or just to get things done then you have to do it and I'm glad I learned that in the beginning of my career and not when I finally got a full-time job and started to freak out over it so I definitely you know now that I learned that try to go above and beyond and I'm always willing to do whatever I mean when again leading back to the Orange Bowl when I worked at the Orange Bowl we had to it was only one time that I had to do this but I was an assistant so part of the assistantship program and at least once like all the assistants had to be ob and put on the orange costume like at one of our youth football events or whatever it was and i had to do that and if i hadn't done the minor league baseball stuff and had to go outside of my job description and do like silly things like that i would have been like um that's not happening but i learned that you know just sometimes it has to happen and i remember the uh director of marketing was like I had to do this or actually she did it when I was there and she was like the director of marketing so it's never gonna end you're always gonna have to take ones for the team but that's what you know be working at sports is about and being on a team is about although we're not on the team on the fields playing we're still you know a team outside of that so definitely you know, take that into consideration when uh, interviewing for new jobs or working for new positions and stuff. And don't be afraid to do what you have to do. So that was in the summer. And then I went back to school and then it was field hockey season again. And I really just wanted to get better at figuring out what my career was going to be and what it was going to look like after school because I had finally figured out kind of what I wanted to do after that job. Um, So I started working, not working with, but started going to a club, PRSSA, Public Relations Student Society of America. I'm pretty sure they should have this club at all colleges. Um, And it was a really good thing to do because I couldn't find an internship right away and it was kind of hard with field hockey um to do both so that was a good thing that was just you know one night a week or two nights a week in college where I learned resume building skills and then they had zoom calls with like professionals in the industry um I helped in planning um our college fashion show 
And then I helped him planning a basketball tournament, which I was really proud of being a part of. It was so fun for me. And then that like sealed the deal of I did want to work in sports um, because that was my second you know, time working in sports after the minor league baseball, then I did this basketball tournament or planned for it. And I was like, Oh, I really like this. And that was for events. It was more focused on. And I was like, I think I want to work in events in the sports industry. And I planned the basketball tournament. And yeah, that was kind of just like a brief thing that I wanted to add in there. If you can join a club like that, maybe not necessarily um, PRSSA, but any type of club that has to do with planning events or working in sports, it's definitely an easy thing to do if you don't have time yet for an internship or you just want to try things out and you don't know if you want to enter the sports world. Maybe they have like a more sports focused club because PRSSA wasn't just for sports. We just happened to plan a basketball tournament, but there, like I said, like we planned a fashion show too. So definitely, um, I recommend that, um, adding that into your journey, if you can, a club. And then I eventually did get an internship with this company, um, this small company in where I went to college and it was just, um, being a marketing and events intern, it had nothing to do with sports, but I wanted to throw that in here because a lot of people think that you have to intern in sports and you your experience before you get a full-time job in sports has to be like within the industry, but it really doesn't. I think being a marketing events intern for a non-sporting organization really helped me a lot and really still builds built my skills. And when I did interviews, they were impressed that I had that on my resume and they a lot of things that I did there correlated with what I was going to do in my new jobs. And I planned really high-end dinner parties for this select club in Los Angeles. And I learned so many like organizational details. I learned how to blog and contributing into planning events and preparing events, setting up, greeting people, really like networking with people because I would go work the dinner parties. And then, you know, I try to mingle and talk with people and build connections in the industry Um, and just keeping track of like guest lists. And I don't know, it sounds silly, but it really built my organization skills so I'm happy that I did that. And it has not, it had nothing to do with sports. So, but if I didn't do it, I wanted to have learned the skills that I did. Okay, so let's then move on to when I graduated. When I graduated, I had kind of a different path than a lot of people after graduating. And I'm really happy about that. At the time, I felt like I personally didn't feel like I was doing the wrong thing or I was different from anybody else, but I felt like other people were kind of like, hmm, what is she doing? Why is she still doing internships after college? Why isn't she getting a full-time job like everybody else? And I don't know if it was just me thinking that or if other people actually really were kind of questioning that, Um, but I think it was the best route for me and it worked out really well. And I 
got so many more great experiences. But anyways, yeah, I did two internships after college at the same time. And I worked a part-time job in a restaurant on the side. So it was like a whirlwind of working different jobs and um, having different paychecks. It was kind of crazy, but it was fun. Um, I worked in soccer for New York City Football Club, and I worked with the Jets for game days. So two really amazing opportunities right there that I couldn't pass up. And to be able to work with two amazing New York teams like that, I am just so happy that it worked out that way. And it wasn't, like I said, the traditional path of a full-time job after college. But I think if you work in the sports industry, you know how hard that is to just jump right into a full-time role. And also, not even hard, even if I did get a job, I don't think I would really enjoy it as much. I think I got to still feel out what I really enjoyed in the sports industry and what fields I really enjoyed because that I was kind of struggling with too figuring out what fields I wanted to be in and I didn't want to just jump into something that I didn't know if I was going to like or not so the Jets I worked in corporate partnerships for game days and New York City football club I worked in game presentation so two totally different things um but yeah, I think it was great to have that balance of the two different things. And I learned so much for from both. Um, from New York City Football Club, I definitely learned that um dealing I learned about dealing with the uncontrollable. <laughs> there were so many things that happened that you just could not control. And you would just have to work on your feet and make decisions on your feet. And it was a high-paced environment. And I loved that. And I also fell in love with watching soccer. I had always liked soccer, but it made me love it even more. And NYCFC is a good-ass team. They are so good. And it was so cool to watch them. And the people I worked with there were amazing. Shout out Maddie. She was on the podcast. Um, but no, I had the best experience there. But anyways, what I was saying is you just deal with the uncontrollable. Like people would be late and um the kids that were going the field were always crazy and were never listening to what you were telling them to do. And uh the maybe the teams want to come out on time or something, just things that happen in sports. And you have to be like, okay, this is what's happening. We can't do anything about it except do our best to work with what we have. Um, I remember one time there was this, I would say somewhat famous guest who came and she was very late and she had to do like um, a video board shot that was everything's very timed out in soccer like to the second so it was very stressful she was late so I had to grab her run her like across the field and be like okay like I had just met her I was like hi how are you like thanks for coming trying to be as nice as possible but let's go and I had to run her across the field and try to get her like for this camera shot and we would have the um walkie talkies and headsets and 
in my headset. I remember, you know, I just had to communicate it with my boss and tell tell him when I was coming and make sure that everything was okay and then try to communicate with her. Like, we got to do this quick, you know, but still be happy at the same time. And it was such, like, madness coming from all directions. Um, but that shot ended up working out and it was all good. But that's just, like I said, the things that happen in sports and you got to work with things that come at you, especially on game days. Game days can just be so crazy. And it's like, you do everything to lead up to this moment. You do all you can to prepare, but at the end of the day, you just can't prepare for some things. Things are just going to happen and you have to deal with them and do your best. That's all I got to say for game days is do your best. Be your best self. Work as hard as you can. Work smartly. Be Stay kind. Don't get flustered. Don't yell at people. Just stay positive because I feel like everyone's going through it on game day trying to do their best. So that is the one tip that I've learned. And yeah. Um, but anyways, New York City Football Club was such a fun experience. And like I said, I learned about working in a high-paced environment. Um, and then the Jets was a little more slow-paced, I would say. But I had the best experience there, too. I worked a lot with the alumni and that was really cool just you know working with people who have been a part of the organization for so many years and are just like really proud of being part of that organization and getting to work with them was really cool um and just building my networking skills and then also I would get to bring fans down onto the field pregame and they were always just so happy to go down so it was cool to be with people who were genuinely excited to be experiencing what they were and that was not stressful at all that was just really a hey I'm working with people or who are here to have a good time um so that's why I say it was a little more slow paced it was just a little more calm and I did a lot of you know, checking signage around the stadium and setting things up, breaking things down. I guess I learned a lot about that in my um my beginning internship is just all the preparation that goes into the game beforehand. And then also when the game ends, all the cleaning up and breaking down that you have to do as well. I know people who have worked in the sports industry forever are like, duh, but I don't know. It's something that you might not know about sports. It's like you just think somebody else does it, but it's it's really you and everyone behind the scenes, no matter what position you are. So, yeah. Okay, guys, we're getting there. I really could use a matcha right now. Does anybody else drink matcha? I have not drank coffee in, I don't know, two years or so. And I'm, of course, addicted to matcha now. So craving that currently. And it's 9.30 at night. But I'll get one in the morning. It's fine. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So I also worked in a restaurant during that time. And it taught me a lot of customer service skills that 
you definitely need to know in sports and it it drove me crazy but I learned so much so if you got to work in a restaurant to make ends meet while you're working in sports do it make that money and learn what you gotta learn um and then I got my job at the Orange Bowl I won't talk a lot about this because if you listen to my other episodes, I really touch a lot on this assistantship because it was amazing and I did so much. It was kind of like my first job where I fully took on roles by myself and I think it it's such a great program they have because you're pretty much working a full-time role, but you're still technically an assistant and... I don't know how to explain it. You just get like a lot of responsibility, which really helps you break into whatever role you're going to do after that. And while I was at the Orange Bowl, I also was working game days with the Dolphins. So here I am again talking about game days. Like if you get the opportunity to get a job doing game days, definitely take it because that's a lot of the times like your way into an organization although I didn't start working with the Jets or the Dolphins after working game days with them I there was so much opportunity for me to talk to the people above me and talk to my peers about potentially you know getting a full-time job with them after my game day position was done so that's definitely a way to you know, get yourself into an organization or just see if you like the organization and then stick around with them and see if you can just keep moving up and up or maybe work a couple seasons with them. And then finally you get that full-time role that you wanted. And just as you get to know the people within the organization. So definitely recommend doing that. And also if you have to volunteer too, like take up those opportunities to work an event or work a 5k or a bike race or something and put that on your resume but yeah back to how I got those game day jobs too I just applied on teamwork for the Jets and then with the Dolphins I actually got a reference from the Orange Bowl um for my boss from the Orange Bowl he had a connection at the Dolphins and was like can she work game days so that was a crazy time in my life too the Orange Bowl and the Dolphins it was I was working so much and again like working in minor league baseball I had so much fun even though I was grinding and working long hours and working Saturdays and Sundays and working at night um I had the best time and I moved to Miami for it which if you can move to like if you can find a couple different jobs and find the money to be able to move definitely try to experience a different state and jump out of your comfort zone to take on these jobs and meet new people it's so fun and I won't you know have these memories and friends from different states forever that I love so much and shout out to my besties from the Orange Bowl I still talk to them every day and I love them so much Liz and Deja they were also on the podcast so check out their episode it's a Q&A um but yeah I pretty much just learned how to take on f- roles by myself I planned different events fully myself I mean I had help 
from my boss but he kind of was like here here's this project now take the reins and I was like whoa I'm an assistant but like I said you know you you can have a title but it's not like don't let that title define you if you're an intern or an assistant I've learned throughout these jobs don't let that define you and go above and beyond no matter what that title is and you'll prove yourself and not only will you show other people in the organization what you can do but you'll show yourself what you can do at first I was like I don't know how I'm going to be able to get a full-time role in sports I'm not going to be able to handle it you know it's going to be too much I don't know how these other people do and then I took on these jobs head first and I learned you can do it. You got this. Believe in yourself. Um, so that's really what I learned from that. And yeah, I worked in hot weather in Miami. It was a different experience. I was like sweating at games when I'm used to being at games, freezing my butt off and in big winter jackets. I was like at the Dolphins in this polo and khaki shorts, like sweating through it. Um, that's another thing I learned, you know, you gotta rock the khaki shorts and polo sometimes. If you're gonna work in sports, at least at one of your jobs, you're gonna be rocking that. So figure out a way to make it look cute. And, you know, At the end of the day, if you look good on game day, though, you're not really working. Like, you're not really doing what you should be doing because you should really just look like a mess on game day. That means you're you're grinding. (laughs) Yeah, so after that, I was kind of a little bit lost again, which it's totally okay to be lost and not know where you want to go. And I reached back out to my connections at the New York City Football Club, and it was kind of a mutual thing where we both – needed each other back in our lives and I was able to go back with them and that's what I learned a lot about that too is that connections are really just such an amazing thing to have and I'm so happy that I had the connections there and they were you know willing to have me come back on board so just always staying you know never burning a bridge with a company or organization because you might you know need help or need them in the future they might need you and it's just always nice to have those people and everything in the sports world connects I learned as well so so yeah I went back with them and then I got a full-time job with the Patriots and I moved to Rhode Island over the summer and that is the end of my journey so now I'm with the Patriots and absolutely loving it I'm in a full-time role but yeah I'm having the best time and I'm so excited to share more of that journey with you guys and keep you guys updated on that but thank you for tuning in I hope you guys learned something from this. I hope you enjoyed learning about my experiences and can compare it to yours. I just want to say that everybody's journey in sports should be different and it's all about whatever path you're meant to take and you just have to follow, you know, what's right for you and not compare yourself to other people and think that one way is better than the other because it's just all about what is right for you. 
So thank you for tuning in. Happy to be back here. Hopefully we'll have more interviews coming up and more episodes soon. But for now, have a great start to 2023 and we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.